We have got not one, not two, but three Tramia Rovers players in the studio this morning on The Breakfast Show. Very pleased to say we have Abdullah Baggy, we have Max Power, and we have Danny Holmes. Morning to you, lads. Morning. And uh, you're all involved in the Grow for Joe campaign. Uh, Danny, just remind our listeners what the Grow for Joe campaign is all about. Well, it's basically one of our teammates got a formal cancer and we're all growing our hair for him to see if we can raise as much money as possible for him. And uh, you're growing your beard. Yep. Abdullah... You're growing your beard as well. And uh, and Max, you're growing your hair. Now, we'll start with Max. Can you describe Danny's beard? (laughs) Well, no. Danny's one of probably the airiest lads I know. And within a week, you could tell he was going to have a a full on beard. And now it it looks like something you'd wipe your feet in outside your house. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that thick. Abdullah, tell us about Max's hair. Because for me, it it still looks pretty sharp, actually. I, I thought it'd be a lot, you know, a little bit more windswept by now. Yeah, well, it looks very sharp at the minute, but, I mean, when it comes to pre-season, I'll be sweating it out, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Danny, give us your thoughts on an Abdullah's beard at the moment. It, it still looks pretty, pretty, pretty nifty. Yeah, it's pretty sharp, to be fair, but he's got that afro here, hasn't he? So it gets quite tight, <laughs> and you can't see, really see how big it is, but once he gets brushed through, you can, it's, it's quite long, to be fair. Danny, I think, benefits in the moment from, from having sort of a, a quite a hip beard. Danny, Danny's look is very much in at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, he, definitely. He'd, 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 he'd be wandering down Bold Street there, blending right in with everybody with his skinny jeans and his brown shoes. I'm surprised a few uh, model agencies haven't uh, gone in touch with me. Obviously, uh, there's loads of the lads that are getting involved in this one and doing all sorts of things. Uh, people will be seeing Ryan Lowe, who's you know, he's in the back pages of the Echo uh, almost every single day celebrating one of his 18 goals he's scored this season. But he's got like a proper Jerry Adams-style beard now with, with the, the grey on there yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's white, yeah. yeah. Um, is, is it any different playing with a beard? Uh, I don't know. I think it makes you a little bit stronger, to be fair. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not too sure about that. I don't think it makes any difference. Uh, just tell us about, about Joe and sort of the communication that you've been able to have with him and, uh, and sort of how he's getting on with his battle, because I know he's been tweeting about his, his chemotherapy sessions and the treatment that he's having. Yeah, well, uh, obviously he's, he's a positive person. Every time you speak to him, he's always got, like, a positive attitude towards it. And uh, I think he's only got... He, he may have got his last one or last treatment or something, but he, I spoke to him on Monday and he felt, he felt that a little bit, but we all know he will come through it anyway and um, we, we hope to uh, speak to him soon about it. Yeah, Max, he's um, positive. Would you go along with that? Yeah, well, I spoke to Joe only yesterday and um, he was up in Hull and he, uh, it, funny enough, he left me a voicemail saying if he wanted to get me any trainers from the footlocker he was in, so, you know, he, I think he, uh, he tweeted his, he was battling his chemotherapy with, with a bit of retail therapy, so that was nice to see from him and you know, as Danny said, I'm sure, sure once all the treatments are over, hopefully we can have some positive news, and you know, hopefully we can see him in pre-season as soon as that back, back training with the lads, and, and and hopefully back on the field next season. Obviously, there's the impact of, of the chemo, but at the same time, it's it's taking him out of the environment of being within the the dressing room, but also taking him out of the environment of of being fit and healthy and being able to run around and kick a football around every day, which would have a big, a big impact if you suddenly said, right, you know what, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um, but hopefully, with someone being the positive person that he is, I, don't, I think he'll be looking more when he will be starting running again and, and getting the ball back out. And you know, it's going to take him time. Obviously, he's, he's been out the game now for over six months. And you know, the main objective is to, to be 100 percent right. And you know, I'm sure once once he gets the all clear, and fingers crossed, he does. You know, the, the person that he is, I bet he can't wait now to to get back running and, and kicking the ball again and, and be in the environment of all the lads. Now, of course, one of the big things about Grow for Joe, Abdullah, is about 
raising awareness and getting people talking about this. Is that something that you've noticed that actually if there's a story about a cancer, you might actually give it a second look instead of thinking, oh, this this doesn't affect me, it's not about me? Oh, definitely. Obviously, um, people can identify, um, obviously, when people have cancer and stuff, but nowadays um, people try and detect it as quick as possible and try and cure it and obviously try and raise as much money as you can with the foundation and what else going on, and um, I think it's a really good idea. Um, as a footballer, there's sort of this the sort of responsibility that comes with being a professional footballer. People know who you are and what it is that you do. We've seen not just in regard to sort of health stories, a whole host of stories that that footballers have, have taken the lead, being about gender equality issues, sexuality issues as well. Uh, the footballers, when they do something or something happens to a football, it can put it right in the public's eye. Is that sort of a, a pressure? Do you think that the footballers are, are aware um, of? Yeah, we obviously got to deal with that sort of pressure every day. Also, not on the pitch, but off the pitch, and um, how you conduct yourself. But um, we just got to do um, things right on and off the pitch, and um, obviously, you don't necessarily care what other people think. But just got to do what's right for ourselves. Now, obviously, talking about Joe getting back on the training pitch and being able to run around, Abdullah, just. Uh, just tell us about your injury you've got at the moment because you were, you're wearing a brace. I'm pleased the lifts are working because you never got to the top of the tower this morning. Just tell us about your, your, your leg in a brace this morning. Um, yeah, I've done my um, medial ligaments, um, which, which I'll be out for six to eight weeks. Um, not as bad as what actually seemed, but I mean, um, but it's one of those things that happens on the football pitch and um, just got to deal with it, really. Uh, I can hear the Velcro uh, crickling away in the, in the background there. So, yeah, it's a bit loose at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the medial ligaments, is that is that the Theo Walcott thing the way, where you where you hear a pop? Yes, it is, yeah. yeah. And, and it's the bit that essentially holds your... Your, your knee together, Your yeah. knee together. Yeah, and so is yours, cartilage. is yours broken? No, it's just... Um, I'm not too sure what's done it, but it's just like um, come out of place a bit and... Obviously, I've still got inflammation in it, so it's still swelling around yeah. it, but, um, which is the main object, just to get the swelling around at the minute and then um, get the knee stronger. It's just come out of place. You're talking about his kneecap. It's just come out of place. Yeah, it's just come out of place. A little bit. Um, that moment where it goes, the, the people talk about the pop that you hear, the noise that you hear. Does it then come, like, instant pain as well? Um, sometimes it does, um, but mine one didn't in the end. The only obviously took um, a couple of hours straight after. Because um, I tried to run on it and then didn't really hurt, and then after, towards when I came off the pitch, it started swelling up, and then and you thought I've done something. I thought I'd done something wrong. Yeah, uh, Max, you were playing for the uh, reserves yesterday. Is it yeah. fair to say between the the three of you that, that 2014 has been a, a frustrating year in regards to sort of your own personal careers and, and your development? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, every footballer wants to play every game, and and it hasn't been the case in 2014 the season for for me, Abs and, and Danny. But you know, that's football and. You've got to take that on the chin, and and the, the only way you can make it better is by working hard every day in training. And when your chance does come um, to get back in the team, like Danny's did Saturday, Danny played Saturday and did really well, and you know that's what you've got to aim to do. And once you get your shirt, you've got to keep hold of it. Danny, um, uh, just in regard to to Saturday, when you've got a new manager that comes in or a manager who already knows you, yep. does that give, did that give you a little bit of something extra? They think, well, actually, if things haven't been going for me under under Ronnie, actually, maybe the new regime might be the start. Does it let you kick on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've I've known John for quite a while from when I was a YT and even before that. So, and I know John quite well, and, and obviously he knows what I'm what I'm about as a player. So it did give me a bit of a boost, to be honest. And hopefully, he can kick on from me. You know, uh, I presume a lot of you have, have seen probably a lot about Sheffield United and what they've been achieving this season. I think they've won seven straight games in all competitions. They, of course, were below you in the league. There was always a danger they'd find some form from, from somewhere, Max, but actually they've done that now. They could actually push for promotion from the end of the league one season. 
yeah, definitely. Well, I'm sure if they keep this run going, I don't see why not. Um, but to be honest, it's 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 been coming all season, really. You don't you didn't expect to see Sheffield United down the bottom at all, really. You know, start of the season they were, they were one of the favourites to go up, and um, I know I'm, I'm sure now they've got a, a great manager in, in Nigel Clough, and he and he's got them going. And I think the cup runs the cup runs done them really well. Obviously, they're only one one win away now from playing at Wembley in the semi final of the FA Cup, and I think that's rejuvenated them and. You know they've got some quality players there. They've got Jose Baxter who came on loan to us, who's who's a quality player, especially in this division. And you know he's starting to play really well for them. And, and as I say, I think it's seven straight wins and a bounce now. Then you know it's great for them. And you know obviously it, it doesn't help us, but you know we've just got to take care of our own business. Well, now. well I guess Abdullah, that, that that was always the danger that Sheffield United would start to pick pick up points, and that would drop Tranmere down the table slightly. It's, it's a point above the drop zone. Uh, the game coming up against Stevenage. Is a massive one now, isn't it? Is this a is this what we call a six pointer? Yeah, it is a massive game for us. Um, but obviously, we've got to worry about our own results, not um, anything else around us. And um, we've just got to go down, and try and win the game, and um, do the best possible. Uh, and keep giving the ball to Ryan Lowe. <laughs> uh, you mentioned the gaffer before, and uh, Danny's he's talked about getting Lowe above twenty goals for the season. The first time that all happened, uh, I think, since Simon Howth was was at the football club as well. Uh, is is Lowe a give me the ball and I will score type of player? Uh, what are you laughing at there, Adela? <laughs> to be fair, when he gets a chance, he doesn't half put, put it away. Even in chain yesterday, we did a bit of shooting, and I think he scored like every shot that he had. To be fair to him, so obviously the form that he's in in the minute, you just got to try and get him in those. Uh, Shooting positions and let him uh, uh, fire away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, it's the beard as well. Yeah, the, the beard is giving him a, a extra strength mm-hmm. as well. Just hearing in the back pages this morning, Max, about uh, positive mental attitude. Uh, Dr. Steve Peters, who's worked at Liverpool Football Club, but has worked widely with Olympians and athletes working with England going into the World Cup. Have you ever worked with a, a psychiatrist or a, or a psychologist from the world of sport? Or is that something that they, they talk about when you are doing your training about thinking about the game the right way? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've spoke to a, a person called Paul Hamill, who's who's like a sports performance coach, and he's along the same lines as I think this Dr. Peters. And you know, I think it does help sometimes having having input because you know you're coming back, you've got a lot of pressures. If you, when I was a first year pro, trying to break in the first team, and you come back to pre season and you want to impress, and you know, I worked with, with Paul Hamill, um, and he helped me a lot setting up a plan. You know. It, he talked about things of getting into the to, to the training ground daily, being seen that you that you're keen and, and and stuff like that, and you know keeping a positive attitude even when things aren't going well. Especially for me at the moment. Obviously, I'm not playing in the first team at the moment, and you know we played for the reserves yesterday, and, and it's tough tough playing in reserves when you want to be playing in the first team. But that's part and parcel of football, and I think. I think sports performance coaches and psychiatrists and for us can they can only benefit you. They can't do you any harm. And so, so how would that how would that training help you right now at the moment? You're trying to break into the first team. Of course, you can show up on time and, and look smart or as smart as you can with your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but how would that you know help you in a in a game situation as an athlete? How would that help? Do you think? Well, I just think you know if you're going into a game with a positive attitude and you know you're wanting to do well and you know at the moment obviously I'm not playing, so it's all about keep him right because you know injuries can happen and you know if you're not right not mentally prepared for the game you're down and and you're upset because you're not playing and you get your chance and then you don't perform then you know it's 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 only your own fault really you've got to stay positive and know that you know things can change really quickly in football and you know if someone can get injured suspended or or the manager can keep you throw you in and, and give you your chance and you've just got to be as prepared as you can to take it 
Uh, just have a quick word on, on uh, Glenn Johnson. Fellow professional, current deal ends at the end of this season, Abdullah. And uh, he's doing his best, isn't he, to, to get a new contract. It seems to be a policy at Liverpool that if you're a big earner, you find yourself maybe out of the club. Pepe Reina being a good example of that. What do you do if your contract's up and you've got to impress a manager? You want to stay with the football club. Uh, Johnson this morning saying that the Brendan Rodgers is a is a better manager than Jose Mourinho. Flattery, does that get you anywhere in football? Um, well, obviously Liverpool's a massive club. Um, in terms of obviously Brendan Rodgers there as well. And he obviously wants to stay. And because um, Liverpool should not league. But, I mean, he's a fantastic player. Obviously he plays for Liverpool. Um, I mean, it, it is flattering, <laughs> personally, I think. Obviously, Jose Mourinho is a colleague. Manager as well. Well, Jose Mourinho is one of the best yeah. managers oh, in the course. world, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think he's talking about some sort of personal experience obviously he had with him working at Chelsea as well. Uh, Johnson, although he wants to stay with Liverpool, he could play in Spain or, or Italy, couldn't he? I mean, he's of an age where he would still be of interest to, to other clubs, although he wants to stay at Anfield. Oh, definitely. Um, obviously, Liverpool push high in the league, but I mean, Johnson couldn't get in any side or go and play um, anywhere in Europe. But Premier League can't beat a Premier League. No, absolutely. Any sympathies, Danny, with, with Glenn? 110 grand a week. His new contract probably won't be that big. But you'd take it, wouldn't you, to sort of stay on board with what Liverpool are doing at the moment? Oh, yeah, you'd take it 10 grand less, wouldn't you, to be honest with you. <laughs> <and> him, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Glenn Johnson's a quality player, isn't he? And he's, he's a great athlete. Like, like I've said, he could most probably get most teams in Europe, so he's got, he's got a great bargaining tool there, I think. Uh, Karate James on Twitter says, Johnson has been on the par for a number of seasons now. Deadwood, I say, let him leave. Flano all the way. I won't ask you whether or not you agree with that. Let's thank you for your time. People can find a link to the Grow for Joe campaign on the City Talk Twitter feed now. Uh, it's also at Grow number four Joe. That's at Grow for Joe. And what we'll do, lads, uh, we'll get Matty, who's producing the show today, to take your photo. So we'll have an update, we'll compare and contrast, and we'll speak to you again in, hopefully, uh, before the end of the season, and we'll find out where the beards are up to, and so on and so forth. I'd like best of luck with the uh, the injury. So best of luck getting back into the first team as well. Uh, Tramia versus Stevenage, massive game on the way this weekend. It's City Talk 105.9.